my story was that one year it was Christmas Eve and I remember that I got up multiple times because the stockings weren't out yet and so but the light in the hallway was still on so I was like I know they're still up wrapping presents but the stockings still haven't come out and I would check like every hour and I was like two in the morning and <laughs> wait how old are you in this story um 15 yeah no. <laughs> no I was probably six or seven mm. and then I remember hearing a thump on the roof and then I was convinced that Santa was there Whoa. and so then I was like oh my goodness, he knows I'm awake. And so then I had to, like, will myself to, like, I'm like, I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping. <laughs> wow. And then the stockings were there in the morning. Mm. Of course. Thanks, Santa. Welcome to Too Real Tokyo. I'm Angie. I'm Jamie. This is a podcast about the quirks and quandaries of life in Tokyo and life in general. Welcome to episode 5, Celebrations, in which we talk about Christmas in Japan or lack thereof. What kind of things did you get in your stocking? Always a Mikan in the toe mm. or sometimes like five Mikans. I mean, desperate parents. Yep. <laughs> And then occasionally, like toothbrush, toothpaste. I feel like there's always like. Wait, chaps. let me write this down. <laughs> you thought I was joking, but I'm like stockings. Now that I'm in charge of them, what a pain. Mikans. <laughs> I mean, I did know about that one, but yes. Um, toothbrush, toothpaste. Everything is so mouth-oriented. Yeah. Well, no, you said chapstick. Oh, chapstick. That's, that's why I said everything is so mouth-oriented. Oh, true. It was always, like, little, little trinkets. All individually wrapped. <laughs> they were wrapped? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Like, all the things you would find at the Target, check- Target checkout. Like, some kind of candy. Uh-huh. Um, Let me write that down, because it's so accessible to me. Target, Target dollar <laughs> section. Sometimes, like, pens and pencils, like, little notebooks, things like that. Like, really, probably things just from Daiso. Oh, okay. Thank you. More accessible. Mm-hmm. Sorry, let me bring that back to Japan. Uh, good job. What is your quirk from recently? Well, it's not a quirk from recently. I wanted to get a Christmas-themed quirk since Uh, that's what this episode is about Mm -hmm. my christmas themed quirk is sorry to blur the line between quirk and quandary but (laughs) it's about how japanese public school insists on uh having class on december 25th Mm. i mean i guess there's no reason why they shouldn't and there's probably plenty of countries that have a school on december 25th but as a person who grew up in a western country that makes Christmas a huge deal. I'm so offended. <laughs> um, so my family, how have we dealt with this in the past, is variable. Some of the years I've just had my girls stay home. Because the thing is, saying they ha- are having class is not... It's more like that's the day they're having their 
closing ceremony. Mm, yeah. And so they don't do a lot, and it's definitely not a whole day of school. Mm-hmm. So some of the years I've just had them stay home because I know they won't be mm-hmm. missing important content. Yeah. But actually, some of the years, especially a few years ago when they were a little bit smaller... They would wake up at the crack of dawn and want to do their presents. And Uh, then around the time that they would need to go to school, we would already be done with present stuff anyway. (laughs) And it was a little bit like, what are we supposed to do now? Yeah. So I actually had them go to school and I didn't didn't mind because Mm -hmm. it was like, we had fun doing Christmas stuff. Yeah. Now you guys go to school. You're only at school for a couple hours, but during that time I can try to... Merry Christmas to you. (laughs) Merry Christmas to me. (laughs) And I can also, like, try to restore order and figure out what the rest of the day is going to be like. So in that sense, I actually didn't always find it bad for them to have Mm -hmm. school on Christmas, just selfishly speaking. Um, But, you know, generally speaking, like, in the spirit of how do you actually want to spend Christmas and you want to be with your family, then I say no to it. Um, So the last couple years, I've just had them stay home, write their teacher a note. They are not going to school on Christmas, and it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. What is the plan for this year? I mean, now that they're a little bit bigger, I've been letting them choose. Uh Uh-huh. And I think think it's a 50-50 split. Oh. I think one of them wants to go and one of them wants to stay home. And I don't even remember which is who <laughs> on what they want to do. So the jury's still out. I'll have to let you know later. Mm, okay. Your turn. What's your quandary? My quandary is, how does Santa come into Japanese homes? Because we don't have chimneys. Um, I guess we do have kitchen vents. Ew. <laughs> but that's where the gokibudi, the cockroaches live. So I don't think he wants to come in that way. Um, with a little bit of research, I found out that most kids just think that he appears in their house or is like a phantom that can like walk through walls to come in their house. But then the research that you did also said... That most Japanese people think that Santa is a little bit creepy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which, if you think about it deeply, isn't that surprising. He knows when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Right. Creepy. Yeah. He knows if you've been bad or good. Right. So we could make a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My mom, fun fact, my mom would always sing that song to me around Christmas when I was acting out. And then I would just cry. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, effective? Or... I, yeah. I mean, I don't like that song still to this day, but... <laughs> okay, it's fine. Because as we just established, the song is actually a little creepy. So. It is creepy. Yeah. But, effective discipline tool for desperate parents? <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you to the writers for making a disciplinary Christmas song. <laughs> right. Wow. Maybe that that's, like, something somebody should do. Like, can you rework it? You know. Totally. Have a different angle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. It would be perfect. hard, but I think somebody can do it. <laughs> what about our idiomatic phrase of the week? Turned story time today. Turned story time. Okay, sorry. Sorry, everyone. I know you've been waiting and holding your breath, all two of you. <laughs> I uh, mean, feedback ha- from people has said, have said, people have said, 
Um, feedback has said. <laughs> the feedback has wow. said. I just am picturing this person with a big name tag that says feedback. feedback. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of our listeners. Their name is Feedback. Oh, wow. <laughs> what do they have to say? Um, they have been trying to use our phrases Whoa. or learn more about them wow. each time. So, okay. I mean, it's okay. We'll have more phrases. Today we have a story, though. All right. <clears throat> so, while I was walking here this morning... I saw this truck. The truck had a big loudspeaker on it, and it was shouting about what this truck was selling. And I could have swore that this <laughs> lady who's talking in this through this loudspeaker said, we have shoyu for sale, and shoyu means soy sauce. So I heard her say, shoyu, shoyu, and then she said, juhachiritoru, which means 18 liters. <laughs> And I had to, like, stop in the middle of the road while I was walking because I just imagined 18 liters of soy sauce. <laughs> and what's a person going to do? Like, I think that's probably a lifetime supply for a family. Mm-hmm. And I was genuinely confused for a moment. And then I actually saw the truck because it was kind of around the corner from me. Wait, let me try to play. Sorry, I'm not an expert at playing something. Play like... audio clip. Yeah. So oh, you can hear the birds in the background. You can hear the birds um, <laughs> more than you can hear the loudspeaker, really. Sorry about that bad audio. But anyway, then I suddenly realized she wasn't saying shoyu. She was saying toyu, and that means kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> 18 liters of kerosene. Why, yes, we do need that for our kerosene heater. Although I also feel compelled to research. Is a kerosene heater better? I mean... I don't know if that's, like, great for you I cannot deal with the smell. But it's, I think it's actually, like, kind of a nostalgic, like, it's kind of a nostalgic Uh. smell for people who grew up with that. Like, I even feel that way. Not that I grew up with that much, but I was around that enough when I was, you know, early days of being here when I was 12 or 13 Mm -hmm. that um, I don't mind. And I think people like it because it's not that expensive. Right. For whatever reason. I mean, I guess they're not thinking about global warming or I don't know. I haven't done enough research about it. I mean, it's probably cheaper it, but... than hiking up your electricity bill. Right? Well, and the heat, like, really... This is so stupid, but this is what's coming to my mind. Like, the room gets quite warm quite quickly, mm-hmm. which you can't say about other no. methods of heating. Like, even if you try to be energy efficient with your air conditioner, eventually your room gets warm. But if you come in and you're cold right now, yeah, I don't know. I don't. We don't even have a kerosene heater, but I could see the appeal mm-hmm. from that side of it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'm realizing a trend that winter in Japan seems very flammable. Especially right. <laughs> because we have paper walls. Yeah. Like, still today, my walls, I mean, they're not paper, but they're, like... Airdrop. Um, <laughs> thank you. Sorry. Except. <laughs> well, they are paper. They're, like, glorified paper, glorified right? Glorified paper, yeah. Not paper like you see in the movies, like, um, Monsters, Inc. Um. <laughs> Wait, what? 
I'm not tracking with which scene of Monsters, Inc. you're When they're going about. through all the doors at the end and they end up in Japan. Yeah. And they have the sliding paper doors. Well, I mean, we do have... We do have those. Those still exist. And you can still very much punch holes through those. <clears throat> I do not have oh, any minor glass. glass um, which also sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, my wallpaper is literally paper. What, is, what else is wallpaper <laughs> Well, made yeah, I guess of? wallpaper is paper. Is it wall vinyl? Yeah. I mean, I think so. But that's flammable, too. That's true. But as much heat, like, kerosene heaters and kotatsus, that seems like, how is every house not burning down? But why are you lumping kotatsus with kerosene heaters? Because <laughs> kotatsus don't have actual fires under them. <laughs> I know, but they just sound... Like, there are fires under them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think... I do think... Um, fire is, like... Something people are, you know, concerned about. Or yeah. What, yeah. Like, when we used to live in an um, apartment, then my mother-in-law, who lived in the same apartment... Mm-hmm. Not apartment the same building. unit. Yeah, thank you. The same building... Um, would talk about that all the time, uh. and she would always be like, there's, you know, like, people, f- well, people mostly means her, but, like, if you turn on the fire because you're trying to cook something or boil it or whatever, like, don't even think about leaving mm. because, right? Yeah. Which I guess makes sense, but, but then again, a watch pot never boils, okay? <laughs> Oh, this turned into there we eng- go. this turned into English <laughs> idiomatic phrase. Sorry, <laughs> but I also think that fire rescue reaction time here is probably faster. But isn't that just because the distance is closer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except it depends on how much traffic there is. Well, I can tell you one thing that I know for sure because I saw it with my own eyes. When the guys go to put on their the when the firemen not guys. When the firemen get a call and mm-hmm. then they have to put their equipment on, they're so fast at I it. Know. Right? It's so mesmerizing. It is. Whenever we go there to visit, then they always do a little show for us. And it's like, <laughs> it's not a show. <laughs> they demonstrate uh. how, what it looks like for them to put on their gear. The, their gear. Is this a good time for me to be recording? Because I feel like none of my words are coming out. <laughs> the point is, they're really fast. Yeah. Exciting conclusion. <laughs> I mean, thank you for that. That was beautiful. Okay. Toyu. <laughs> okay, so the new word for today is uh, yes. toyu, which means kerosene. And you can buy it at gas stations, but I think the appeal of this truck... You don't have to go anywhere. ...is that the truck drives up in front of your house and then puts... It into your little container, and you don't have to wrestle with Can 18 you? liters of kerosene. Must That's be a heavy, lot, right? Yeah. Can you flag down this truck like an ice cream truck? I think so. Whoa. I think that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, oh. They're they're driving very slowly through the neighborhood, and then playing this recording thing that wakes me up during the winter on a Saturday. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that part. Um. 
Because they want you to run out of your house and flag them down. Okay. They're not on a delivery mission. They're just... They're just, like, trying to... They're trying to spontaneously Mm -hmm. sell kerosene. Mm -hmm. They don't have, like, a route... They don't have a list. Yeah, they don't have a list of, like, oh, let me bring this to Tanaka-san's house. Right. They're just trying to sell it to whoever comes out and says, yes, I want to buy that. Yeah. Okay, thank you for listening to that story. (laughs) Okay, today we're going to talk about Japanese Christmas traditions because they're actually quite different than American or probably even more Western Christmas traditions. Well, they're different. I wouldn't... Is different the right word? It's more like they're reinterpreted in an interesting yes. way. <laughs> reinterpreted is much better. <laughs> well, sorry. I'm not putting down what you were saying, but I just feel like you can see how there's a connection, but then you would never expect it to go in the direction that it has. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Exhibit A is a Kentucky Fried Chicken thing. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I showed this YouTube video in my Japanese class uh-huh. the other day so that everybody could learn about it. Too bad they weren't very interested, but I was. <laughs> and this guy was talking about how I think it was, I don't want to say the wrong date, but I'm pretty sure he said in 1963, Kentucky Fried Chicken realized, like, people were were being influenced by Western mm-hmm. culture to want to celebrate Christmas somehow, uh-huh. but the size of their home slash oven or lack of oven mm-hmm. meant that they weren't going to be going out and buying a whole, certainly not a whole turkey, but really, like, not even a whole chicken. Yeah. And so... They and you s- can't even buy ham here, like Christmas ham, I don't think. You mean like, like you would a, buy in the States. Like a big hunk of ham? Yeah. Honestly, Unless the, you only, ordered it. the only big hunks of ham that I've seen are at Costco, and then they're so uh, expensive. Yeah. They certainly don't have honey-baked ham, <laughs> or whatever that place is Bummer. called. Honey-baked, is that what that's yeah, called? Yeah, honey-baked, okay. yeah. Um... Although, people love ham here, so I think it's funny, right? Do we have a new entrepreneurial idea? Oh. I mean, why are we giving it away on our podcast? Pretend like you didn't hear that, everybody. (laughs) All of two people. If we hear that any of you are bringing honey-baked ham here and not giving us a cut, you're in big trouble. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll come and get you with our... We'll come and hit you with a ham. <laughs> that we don't have. Oh wait, I'm gonna that then I'll, then I'll be motivated finally to buy one of those big hams from Costco. <laughs> so just true. for the sake of my honey baked yeah. ham fiasco mm-hmm. revenge. Well, anyway, um, so Kentucky Fried Chicken started marketing their chicken as being so Christmas necessary, mm-hmm. and so this guy in this video. Sorry, I don't mean it to turn into react to such and such, but. <laughs> was talking about how he had to go and order it in advance, uh-huh. which is so... That's what I feel is so Japanese. Well, what? It was before Thanksgiving that we went and got <laughs> KFC the other day, uh-huh. and they already had the signs up for ordering for Christmas. We'll come back to KFC. Another thing, which is very popular in the U.S., is... Referred to as illumination here. Um, 
Illumination is putting up big Christmas light decorations, um, which is popular, but in the States, it's more decorating your own house, and then maybe you'll go out and drive around and see everybody's Christmas decorations. That's something that we usually do at Christmas in the States, but here, people don't decorate their houses, mostly because you can't even buy strings of lights that you can plug in. Usually, they're battery-powered. Maybe you can get them on Amazon now, but you can't, like, go to the store like you can in the U.S. during Christmas and get yards of lights to put up. Right. I mean, I think that recently, if you really, really want to, you can. Like, I think some of these big home centers and places like that sell some of them. I guess Ikea did have some the last time I went there. I mean, we have a friend who Mm -hmm. has a lot of lights on their house. That's true. Um, So, but I actually think somehow some of those lights got brought from the states yeah anyway i don't know yeah yeah you're Mm -hmm. usually paying a much higher price for the quantity of lights that you get here Mm -hmm. than in the states but the big thing here is that you actually go with your friends or your significant other as a date um Mm. to see illumination a lot of the parks will um very ornately decorate just rows of trees. Um, sometimes they have the little figures like lit up and stuff like that. Um, one of our local amusement parks, they do a huge illumination show. Um, and basically you just like walk around and look at the different, the different characters and stuff like that. Um, but it's very popular during this season to invite someone or be invited to go see illumination together. Um, And there's always lots of advertisements on the train and on TV about different places you can go to see Illumination. Um, So it is connected to things that happen in the U.S. too, but I do think it's more of like a go to the park or go to this place and see it, whereas in America you could just drive around Mm. and see and see lights. Speaking of lights, if I was prepared, then I would list where do I wish I could go and see lights right now. Mm, Yeah. I mean, one that we know of, um, well, two places that have a lot of illumination. Uh, Toshimayan Amusement Park has illumination. That's a big hit. And um, Tokyo Disney and Tokyo Disney Sea both have a lot of illumination. Tokyo Cheapo. Thank you, Tokyo Cheapo. If you're in Tokyo, here are some places that you could go to see Illumination. Well, I feel bad. I don't want to just rip material from Tokyo Cheapo. Tokyo Cheapo has an article called Top 10 Picks for Tokyo Winter Illumination. So you can Google that or we can put a link. We can link it in the show notes. We can put a link in our show notes. I don't really want to talk about these when I've never seen them. Yeah. I have... Have you been to any on there? I usually don't visit Illumination. I just happen to be somewhere when there's Illumination. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I'm the same. I don't think I've ever been like, let me now go out and make a special trip so that I can look at Illumination. Mm -hmm. Um... That, I guess that's the one difference. Like, that kind of decoration is called illumination here. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the U.S., we would just refer to it as Christmas decorations or mm-hmm. Christmas lights. That's the one thing when I moved here, I was like, illumination? What? 
Oh, yeah. No, it sounds like somebody's going to start spouting a lot of wisdom, and then they don't. Instead, you're Because looking... you're just walking around shoulder to shoulder, <clears throat> looking at these trees. You know what? Last year, maybe this isn't quite the same thing, but I went to Tokyo Dome in January. Mm-hmm. And then I don't even know if it was the same thing that they had for Christmas or if it was just general, like, mm. winter night illumination. illumination. I don't that's know. That's also popular. It's not just at Christmas. Right. That's a thing. It's not it even necessarily... It goes February, usually. Yeah. But that was really nice. I did mm. like Tokyo Dome, um, what they had last year. It was really yeah. pretty. And I actually, I see here, it says Tokyo Dome City Winter Illumination. Yeah. So it's not necessarily about Christmas. Yeah. Cause, and it goes from November 7th to February 17th. Yeah. But I do really like that one, so maybe I'll try to see that. Um, I know that um, Toshimayan also does, like, a February illumination where there's all changes for um, Valentine's Day and things like that. Whoa. Did you read this, though? I've never been to this place, but it says, this year's show is a Disney princess extravaganza. Whoa. At where? At Tokyo Dome? No. At Shiodome, the one you were talking oh. about. Coretta Shiodome. Oh. I actually have no idea. I don't even know where that is. Yeah, but that is thing it? is going all winter, too. Hmm. <clears throat> I like Ropongi Hills. I mean, I feel nostalgic about it because mm-hmm. it's close to that place where we used to live. Mm-hmm. So that one is supposed to be pretty good. Even the lights in um, Harajuku are really nice. Mm. Um, down well, that, aren't those down om- that main is it street, Omotesando Hills. Oh yeah, I guess that is more that way. That's on this list. Well, anyway, was there anything else you wanted to add to our KFC for Christmas? Oh, just that. Um, I think we were saying, I was saying, maybe this is a personality problem, but, (laughs) like, I just can't imagine that I need to go to KFC in November and make a reservation for For KFC, for my meal from KFC that I'm going to get for Christmas. Like, I just feel philosophically opposed to that. Yeah. Why do I have to do that? I don't know. People in Japan think that people in the U.S. eat KFC for Christmas. Whoa. The biggest lie. Yeah. Maybe instead of sitting here yakking about it, we should be out dispelling that myth. Yes. We do not eat KFC for Christmas. Is KFC even open on Christmas? I don't know. Probably not. I mean, I feel it shouldn't like, be. I feel like Christmas <clears throat> is still the one holiday that most places close in yeah. the U.S., I hope so. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. I mean, some restaurants are open, but... Okay, this was the other thing. Sorry, this is back to this video. So this guy orders this super fancy. Like, they have different levels. Uh-huh. And then the thing was, like, 8,000 yen. Whoa. <laughs> but when he brought it home, it was weirdly, like... It was, like, packed in this vacuum seal. It was, like, too big hunks of chicken that they've somehow prepared, but then they've, like, vacuum sealed it into these bags, and then he was supposed to heat it up? I don't know. It just didn't... No. Right? Especially not for 8,000 yen. No. Not worth it. 
That's a hard no on that. Yeah, I'm going to give that a no, too. What else? This slightly connects with that, because I know KFC also does this. Um, Christmas cake is really popular here in Japan, usually with lots of strawberries on top and decorated with white frosting. Or it's, white whipped cream. Yeah. It's type. not frosting. That's what you have to know. Oh, yeah, right. Frosting doesn't exist here. If like you, American frosting. If you get frosting in your head and then eat it, you'll be in for an unpleasant surprise. Yes. Whipped cream. It's sort of, cream. but it's not as sweet well, as whipped cream, it's is like, it? It's like stabilized whipped cream. It sort um, of has gelatin in it uh, a little yeah. bit. And it doesn't have much sugar in it. And if you're used to it and you know what you're expecting, right. it's really good. Mm-hmm. But it takes getting used to... If you're thinking to, frosting... You're going to be disappointed. Yeah. It takes getting used to if you've grown up as an American kid eating lots of um, strangely colored sweet cupcakes. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Um, but Christmas, Christmas cake is really popular. A lot of places, like even local grocery stores and um, I've seen other fast food restaurants have been advertising for ordering Christmas cake. Mm. Um. Oh, but here's the other thing. I think it's also somewhat popular now to make your own. But ah. back to the oven thing. Right. To actually bake is like a challenge. So making your own really means buy all the parts. Uh-huh. So like you can buy round cakes and uh-huh. they've already even been like leveled off. <laughs> so you buy your round sponge cake. Then you buy some whipped cream. Then you buy some strawberries. Uh-huh. Then you buy some little decorations. And then you, like, that's, Make your own. that's making your own. <laughs> I confess, I ordered some of that stuff. Hey. It's fun. It's coming in our delivery next Tuesday. <gasps> Yay. Yay. Um, but I would say gingerbread houses are... N- no. They're not a thing. No. They're extremely hard to find here if you are looking to build your own gingerbread. And like we just said... You couldn't even bake gingerbread to make your own gingerbread house. You would have to be so determined. Yeah. Not worth it. Yeah, no, not worth it. They do, I mean, and it's Sometimes Coldy has it. Yeah, like stores that sell foreign food will sometimes have it, but no. But then they're like the brick type of gingerbread that you can't even eat because it's so hard. Yeah, you know what? That's actually, like, one of my top things that I find disappointing because that's really fun to make with kids. Yeah, it is. Anyway, sorry. Sorry to make it sad. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing that we were talking about before we started recording today, with some of the research I had been doing, it said that Christmas Eve is considered to be the most romantic day of the year because Christmas is usually celebrated with your significant other because New Year's is the big family holiday here. Um, And that kind of ties in with people usually have to work on Christmas and go to school because Christmas is not a national national holiday. It's not a national holiday here. So um, usually a lot of you'll see a ton of couples especially at Illumination, you'll see a ton of couples go do that for a date. Um, but apparently Christmas Eve is supposed to be the most romantic day of the year. I think, I wonder if that's also connected with the Emperor's birthday. Mm -hmm. Because the Emperor's birthday is on 
December 23rd. Mm-hmm. So yeah, every, you have the 23rd off. Every year for like however many years now. Yeah. 20, more than 20, 30. Emperor Akihito. <clears throat> Emperor Akihito has been the emperor of this era, which is called Heisei, for 30 years now. Mm-hmm. So for these 30 years, which coincide with Christmas being celebrated here in some kind of fashion, mm-hmm. more than it was previous to that. Yes. Uh, the 23rd, or often the 24th, depending on which day of the week the 23rd fell on, mm-hmm. including this year, um, the 23rd is on a Sunday, so then the Monday is a... Holiday. Is a holiday. Um, so then that becomes the day that people do a lot of their romantic... Christmas celebration. Christmas celebration. So it's interesting because it, it actually feels like a true opposite to the way things fall in the U.S. where mm-hmm. Christmas is for family and then New Year's to me seems more like for friends, for trying to have a date, mm-hmm. for going out or whatever. Not so much for staying home. And here, yeah. New Year's is definitely way more about... Getting together with family. Get together with your family, stay at home, mm-hmm. do home things. And then at... I don't actually know if people do this on midnight or maybe it's on January 1st in the morning. But then that's when you're supposed to go to the temple mm, and right. get your New Year's blessing, yeah. I think. Um but even that, I'm pretty sure you do that with your family. That's yeah. not like a romantic pursuit. <laughs> right? I mean, I guess it could be, but. <laughs> also, side fun fact. Um, I don't know if it's a fun fact. Um, Emperor Akito is actually abdicating his throne, which is pretty unheard of in Japan's history, I feel like. No, he's the very first one. I mean, initially, whenever he suggested that, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, they tried to tell him that he couldn't do that. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. Like, he's the emperor, and then he can you do guys, what are you going to tell him that he can't do that? Mm-hmm. And also, he's like 87 years old or something. Like, leave him alone. Can't he enjoy his... Like, being a grandfather or something? Or what a great-grandfather by now, right? Like, I don't know. Even from a governmental perspective, like, I understand that the emperor is primarily a figurehead, but I still don't think... Like, is that a great world example for Japan to have a doddering old man as their head of state? Right. And that's not nice of me to call him a doddering old man. He's probably <laughs> quite, like, fit and with it, even mm-hmm. to be able to think through the fact that he wants to abdicate. Right, yeah. Um, because all emperors have died in their position. Right, until, up until now. Until now, yeah. And so, um, Crown Prince Naruhito will take over in 2020. Um, and Is it 2020? I thought it was next year. Oh, maybe it's... 2019, and then it's 2020 when his birthday will become, because it said 2020 will be the first year that his birthday will be a holiday, and not December 23rd anymore. Oh, whoa. Well, we have two holidays so close to each other then, because next year, 2019, December 23rd would still be a holiday, Yeah. but then 2020, February 23rd. Yeah. 
would also be a holiday. They were both born on the 23rd. Whoa. Is that what you're saying, though? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The one website I looked at said that 2020 would be the first year that February 23rd would be a holiday, which is also my birthday. Oh, how So convenient. now I can say that my birthday falls on a holiday. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, facts. Facts about the emperor. Oh, okay. The last emperor to abdicate was in 1817. Whoa. So I lied. It wasn't that that's He's never not the happened. First. But it literally hasn't happened for 200 years. Yeah. Wow. Um, Parliament had to pass a new law in order to allow him to retire. Wow. Oh, and feminism. Ha. Huh. Uh. Proposed considering allowing the position to be passed to a female descendant. Because his oldest is a daughter, right? Well, not his... You mean Naruhito's oldest is a daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Is that Aiko-san? I think so. Okay. <laughs> well, um, We better not Japanese talk history about lessons. this. Ah. <laughs> we better not talk because about this. Because I remember seeing... I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Or was that the son that married outside of royalty? Uh-huh. And that was like a big thing. Yeah. I can't remember if that was the son or if that was the daughter. No, I don't. Okay, research before you start recording. That's what I'm learning <laughs> from, from this. Uh... I mean, the research while we're recording is also pretty entertaining. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> um, Prince Naruhito, mother, wait, early life, personal life, blah, blah, blah. Personal life. Okay, he's the one who's married to Masako-san. Uh. Okay. Masako-san, well then, oh, Aiko. Yeah, it so is Aiko. So Aiko is their first. Hey, we did know what we're talking Ooh. about. And is she married? Um, I think so. I thought she was. I Somewhat recently she got married? Am I making that That's up? why I think I saw an article like a year or so ago saying that she married outside of royalty. Okay. And that was also unheard of. Uh-huh. But she was Oh, the first... no, 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 no. She's not married. <laughs> She's... She was born in 2001. Oh. She's only 17. Wait, who am I talking about? <laughs> I don't... It's probably... I do think there was a story like that. But I because think I remember it floating around, like, Facebook or something about being, like, true Disney princess thing comes to life where royalty is marrying outside of royalty and marrying for love instead of position. But it must have been one of their cousins or something. Yeah, it must have been somebody who's not, not in the She's royal line. She's still only 17. Yeah. So the so going back to Parliament had to pass a law about her potentially becoming empress. Right. Yeah, that's right. In the future. Wow. Pressure. I mean, feminism is a whole nother, like, seven episodes. I mean, yeah. Different. Don't even say that <laughs> word right now. Feminism in Japan. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, flashbacks to our first recording. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. 
I mean, that's all I have. Oh, okay. on my list. Okay, I want to say something about presents. Yes. I think that now these days Japanese kids know about Santa Claus. And even if they think he's creepy, then they still do expect to get presents.、Mm. But I shouldn't, <clears throat> I shouldn't even pluralize that because I think it would be more common for them to expect to get maybe like one present.、Mm-hmm. And the reason is、um, because at New Year's they get money.、Mm, right. And it's not the same thing as the, like some people might have heard about in China, they have these red and Envelopes, right. And、mm-hmm. people get money in the red envelope at New Year's. And、mm-hmm. it's something like that. I don't know the They're whole... really intricate envelopes. Yeah. Like lots of ribbon. Yeah. Ribbon, not in that sense, but like they're really ornate envelopes. But they're usually not red. They're usually white, aren't they? Here. I think so. Well, they have, I mean, any color probably. If you need an envelope, look no further. Come to Japan. They have so many envelopes, and it's like, Any size. Any size you can ever color, want. Any color, any design. Do you want bubble wrap inside? You can get that. Whoa. Do you want pre, like, lickable seal or sticker seal? Exactly. Do you want no seal? Do you want to put your own glue on there? Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs>、um, the point is, kids usually get money, not of course from their parents, but then even、like、as grandparents much, or more so、yeah. from, like, grandparents, relatives, extended family, and. According to my kids, who don't necessarily get very much of that,、mm-hmm. their classmates and friends get so much money. Whoa. I wish I could name a figure because that would make this story more interesting. <laughs> but I mean, even up to like a thousand dollars. Yeah, probably. I mean, that makes sense. For one kid. Yeah. Right? Well, which, yeah, I'm like, I wish I had an extra thousand dollars. I mean, can a Japanese I... family adopt me? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly where this whole thing was going. <laughs> I'm tempted to now spend time making up your new Japanese name, but. Woo! <laughs> okay, later, later. Okay.、Um, so, yeah, that's why people don't necessarily. I mean, I'm not going to say that's why, but it's probably one big reason. I mean, it's really been the last five to ten years that Christmas, you've been able to, like, buy Christmas decorations in the store here without, like, special ordering them. Because I remember even when. We were living here in 2005. Like, we could not find any Christmas decorations in the store. We just had to use whatever people had.、Mm-hmm. And usually, people end up bringing those from the States.、Mm. But now, I feel like you can go and buy decorations. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's all for this time, everyone. What are your recent quirks or quandaries? Tokyo related or not, let us know on Instagram at Too Real Tokyo. That's T O O Real Tokyo. You can follow Angie on Instagram at Photo Freak, P H O T O F R E E K. And you can follow Jamie on Instagram at Jamie in T Y O. That's J A M I E in T Y O. Bye. Bye.